Welcome to TBD with Matt and Emily. <laughs> this is the podcast where we talk about tea and friendship and friendship. <laughs> We're becoming stronger friends through this pod. I'd say so. Mm-hmm. We know we can chit chat for upwards of an hour. That's true. <laughs> about anything. Uh, any Without us even knowing what the other person plans on talking about. Exactly. Which is how most conversations go. Uh, yeah, if you're at a bar, someone just like, hey, have you heard the latest uh, Taylor Swift album? And you may or may not have an answer to that. And I do have an answer to that. And I I also have an answer, but it's <laughs> that I haven't. <laughs> My answer is that I have. I heard, um, I've heard that one song where she uh, kills herself. <sighs> she kills the old Taylor, not herself. Yeah. I like that. I, I like that song, though. I do though like that song. People don't like a lot of people didn't like it. I think it's pretty. I like the video, too. It grows on you. And the video is good. It's people will say like she's copying other people. But the thing is, is that I don't know those people she's copying. So it. I don't know. It just seems original to me. <laughs> I don't watch music videos. So the only music video I, videos I've seen recently are Taylor Swift music videos. So I I don't watch many either. But if like if people tell me to watch it, which is how I watch the Taylor Swift one is I was told i should and uh i did yeah or like the end of the year or something people have like lists of like the best videos yes Um, best songs best movies best shows i used to seek out video music videos really hard like before youtube was a thing before you could just go online and search any video you used to like have to really find them and i remember there were music videos that i was like dying to see but like they were impossible to find it's like intergalactic by the beastie boys which would be like 1998 <laughs> um i don't know that video uh do you know the song i think if you played it i would know it but i don't know off the top of my head i bet i bet you've heard it, it i was, definitely have i just don't know uh it. it was a pretty awesome song it was my first cd i ever bought had that song on it wow <laughs> and the video was um a they went into her an alien robot came down to earth and they had to like fight it. It was sort of supposed to be like a B movie. I also feel like music videos. Well, the Taylor Swift one is pretty good. Uh, cause it is like a real video. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of pop videos are because they have to fill it with content. Where like a lot of rock videos these days are just a band playing somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of old rap videos are like that too, where they're like just, they're rapping in a place and then they're rapping in a different place. A yacht. And then, uh, well, so like big pimpin' Jay Z on the yacht, like that is a good video. Uh, but like, I'm thinking like, I don't know, like, I don't know. just a lot of those videos. It'll just be, yeah, I don't know. For some reason, pop tends to have like over the top videos, rap and rock just have the people performing. That's at Mm. least what I've noticed. Again, my sample size is Taylor Swift. So, uh, yeah, but that's for a future topic. Yeah, we're not talking about that today. No. Um, <laughs> I think that might be our show's real catchphrase. We're not talking talking about that today. <laughs> uh, anytime we get off track, just that's not today's topic. It's not today's whatever. topic. Um, today's topic will be introduced shortly. In a little bit. <laughs> um, uh, right now, it's, it's banter, which I'm excited. Well, so this is our first episode after we've had guests on the episode. That's on true. Episodes. The last two episodes that you have heard and that we have recorded have had uh, guests. Yeah, and it's been a real experience. So I'm I'm excited to have one with just us again, where it's like less. 
I think we have this more down. Yes. <laughs> it's less new stuff and timing. Uh, so our yeah. time should be under control. Oh, yeah. I do. Uh, that was my big thing is I want to say that our, I think from here on out, our episodes won't be quite as long as the last two were. <laughs> uh, we just want to chit chat with our friends because it's a podcast about tea and friendship. Yes. But as you know, we're getting, we're all figuring this out together. <laughs> it's it's a communal podcast. It's not our podcast. No, this is for everyone. No. Send your comments to tbdpodcast at gmail.com. Right. Subscribe review. <laughs> yeah. Um, fun. Uh, <laughs> um, so we did not record last Sunday. I think it's okay if people know we record on Sundays. No, I think this is a new thing that we should. Well, so I've been posting on the Facebook. Oh, thing. yes. So I posted today. Uh, this is the first time I did it, though. I said, it's recording day. Mm-hmm. What will we talk about? Who knows? Or something like that. No. To be determined. I to be determined. I saw that. Um, um, yes, you liked it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> did, I, did I heart it or dislike it? I can't remember. I think you hearted it. Good. Uh, <laughs> That's how I felt about it. Um, but this is yet another Sunday. Yes. So I think it's a good t- it's a good day for tea drinking, right? That's true. Like just the Sunday tea. <laughs> Sunday tea. That's a terrible accent. Let's. <laughs> Is this a character you're doing? <laughs> I'm working on it. I actually am sometimes working on accents for improv, but I'm I'm not good at accents. Um, oh yes, more into our day we did for the something week in a row. We we did pra- uh, improv practice and then came and did this podcast together. So what you should be learning is that Matt and I spend most of our Sundays apparently together. We hang out for hours, <laughs> many many hours. <laughs> I said earlier that we've learned that we can talk now for upwards of an hour to each other, but. Truly, we can hang out for hours and six, hours. Six, seven, yeah, seven, maybe seven hours is our. A couple weeks ago, we did like one o'clock until eight o'clock or something. That's true. Um, yeah, that's not even counting being there slightly before one o'clock. That's true. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I didn't get there today. I got there late today. So, uh, true, a very rare occurrence for you to be late. I know. I feel like normally you're, you've already done something. Yes, that's true. Today, well, you didn't have anything to do today? Didn't have anything to do today. <laughs> I couldn't get myself out of bed. Um, I I had a nice early night last night, so I woke up nice and early today. <laughs> I have no excuse about why I woke up late. Um, I also didn't. I was just watching Timeless on TV. I This morning you were? No, it's, last it's night. Timeless, that's a TV show? Yes. <laughs> I actually was up late last night. I was watching... This is <laughs> This really combines a few episodes of topics for us, but I was up late watching last week's episode watching Gotham (laughs) with that guy from the OC. (laughs) Ryan Atwood played by Ben McKenzie. Gosh. Yes. Uh, Yes. I, it's, I actually keep forgetting that his name is, I think I knew better that his name was Ben McKenzie like a year ago. And for some reason that's like knowledge. It's, I don't know. It's, it's dwindling in my brain. It's knowledge that will never leave me. I mean, I know he's from the OC. Uh, I knew that even before last week, or no, three weeks. I don't know, three weeks, four weeks ago. Whew. I don't know. That's the second episode. So that was. This is episode uh, six that we're recording right now. Welcome to episode six. Um, I've actually here's a little inside thing about why I haven't called these episode numbers is because. I don't want to think of them as like a chronological thing. Well, that's true. To me, it's psychological. Like if you call something episode like five, then people like might think they have to listen to one through four. But you don't. 
and you don't no and so i've avoided saying episode number because i feel like you should just be able to browse topics or listen as as you please mm-hmm. um you know jump in on ep- like episode 100 you know when we get to 100 episodes which is only 12 times as many as we have so far <laughs> right yes uh or more it's maybe it's more than that we already had an episode where we talked about math a bunch <laughs> yeah we're not we're not here to talk about we're math. not here to talk about math <laughs> that's a different topic um but I think we've we've lived and learned a little already about this podcast. Um, I feel like I feel like we're getting better. We've, we got, we've gotten some of your feedback now, so we're like trying to implement. We're in- incorporating your feedback. Please keep giving it to us. Um, we're working on it. Yes, TBD podcast at T- gmail <laughs> um, We also have a Twitter account. Yes, it's true. A Facebook page. True. Um. I haven't really posted much on that Twitter yet. If you give but, me the password, I can. Yes, that's actually, I I, I want to give that to you. <laughs> I was like, I could do stuff. And then I was like, wait, I don't have the password. Uh, yeah, I don't know it offhand, but uh, let's say I have a way of <laughs> giving it to you. <laughs> Should I just give it out on the podcast <laughs> and then everyone can become an admin to it and just tweet whatever they want? It can want? be like, there's like a country, I think it's Sweden, where they give one person like a week and they control it that country's twitter account uh tignataro gives her twitter to random i don't want to say random but she gives it out to people so people like tweet for a day as tignataro see that's fun um i it might be only women that she lets do it but i i don't i've only seen women doing it but that doesn't mean that that's true Mm -hmm. uh i also don't follow tignataro uh not because i don't want not because i don't like her i think she's great um but i don't really follow many celebrities oh i'm not a big uh i like to know the uh i mean there are some i do have some celebrity people that i follow but like bare minimum Mm -hmm. and it's like i prefer to i don't know think that i might like chat with the actual person i don't know that might be me (laughs) if i were to make a pie chart of my twitter i guess people i follow 40 40% 40% is Blue Jackets, Columbus Blue Jackets players and writers. Uh, 40% political commentary, um, mostly of the liberal, liberal variety, and 10% people I know. I follow almost no political people. I'll see. That's where I get my news, or at least uh, some of my news. I, I'm not good enough. I'm not like responsible enough on twitter to use it for news or anything like that because like i use it very sporadic i'm very i'm trying to get better but i'm not very good at it um it's one of those things that i feel like i should do more you know but then in practice like i'll be really good for like three days in a row and then i'll go a week without doing anything Mm -hmm. and then i go what's that all for yeah i in college was really good at twitter and then i just stopped uh i was better when i lived in boston i think because i think i think a big uh I think the thing about living somewhere smaller than new york is you can like tweet about where you are and people will actually read it Where like if i hashtag something like new york or whatever i feel like no one's reading it or it's like it's so lost in millions and millions of tweets but like even in boston which is still a pretty big city you could like tweet about something like i actually did tweet and got on like this list because i was like tweeting about the subway system there mm-hmm. and they were like top 10 tweets about the subway or something about boston this week and i like got on this thing and I actually got like 
you know, like 50 retweets or I don't know. That's a lot to me. <laughs> that's more than I've ever gotten. Um, and, uh, and I would tweet stuff like that. And occasionally it would like sort of do well. Cause it was like, Oh, people trying to complain about the subway in Boston, which is a frequent topic of complaint of Boston, Bostonites. Um, I feel like it's just a frequent topic of complaint anywhere. Um, I know we're going over our <laughs> bantering segment, but I will talk briefly about this. So when I lived in Boston, people complain about the subway all the time and people would always compare it to New York and how great New York system is and 20 running 24 hours and, uh, never really needing maintenance and stuff. And then I was like, I don't know. I think it probably requires some maintenance. And then I moved to New York and for the first year or two that I lived here, everyone was always talking about how great the subway is. Or if I, and if I went back to Boston, people were like, Oh, I bet the subway there's great. And I kind of was like, yeah, but I didn't know like how long it could last. And as many people who live in New York now know, the subway here has been under distress for a couple of years now. <laughs> and I feel like it's all catching up to it. And my theory is that it's because it runs 24 hours a day. They don't have time to do maintenance. Yeah. Boston, it closes at like, uh, depending on the day of the week, around 12 or, or 1 in the morning. And, and it doesn't open until 5 in the morning. And that's when they do all their repairs. Mm-hmm. But could you imagine it not running 24 hours? Like... I, w- I would spend so much more money. I wish now th- I'm speaking from a point of privilege <laughs> on this. I will acknowledge that, but I wish the subway here just stopped running at one because I feel like if it is like one o'clock in the morning, I just probably take a- an Uber anyways. I rarely, I very rarely take the subway that late. And if I do, it's cause I know I I'm like prepared to take two hours to get home. <laughs> I know, but like, I like to have that option. Like, yes, I might take an Uber, but. Well, here's the, here. So here's the question though. So would you rather it be 24 hours and broken as often as it is and have these many delays and things like that, or it closes from one to one to five in the morning and it's like works, uh, 99% of the time instead of whatever you'd say now, 90% of the time. <laughs> uh, see, I think that's like a, a false choice because I feel like part of the problem is also they've just stopped putting money into it. I mean, they they probably could fix it. Yes, it's probably it's probably multifold, but I do think it's like decades of being twenty four hours catching up to it. It's like the infrastructure of the country, right? It's like we had a great infrastructure in like the seventies or whatever, and then they just went, let's not spend any money for the next forty years on infrastructure, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden, like everything is breaking in the country. Well, yes, that's true. Um, and I feel like that's the New York subway system. Um, I'm not a uh, urban planner. <laughs> But that's like my layman idea of like what I think is going on. I mean, I'm sure there's part of that. I am also sure I need more tea. Okay. Is... Well, do you want to lean in? Do Should I pour this or do you want me to? I, I can do it. I can, I can talk it. about the tea while you're pouring it. Yes, please do that. Um, we do need to move on to the tea segment anyways. So this is a great That was segment. a transition. Um, today's tea is... Um, uh, another tea by T2, which I think this is the third time in six episodes we've had T2 tea. Uh, it is the, the, what do you, what do you call a, is it a tea flavor? A tea style? What is the name of like when you name a tea flavor, would you call that? Um, I guess like if it's like green tea. No, but like to be like specific about it. So like when you have a name of a tea so like green and black is the type of style of tea yeah or or 
uh, herbal tea. But then, like, what is, like, chamomile? Like, when you say chamomile, like, that is the flavor? I'd say so. Like, the flavor of a style of tea. Yeah. I mean, it does also imply what's in it. But, yeah. Well, this one's called Madagascan Vanilla. Um, so, that's its name. <laughs> and it is a black tea. Uh, I'll, I'll even... You know what? I'm going to read the label's description. That's, like... That might be helpful for us to describe tea. A modern classic, exclamation point. Rich, smooth, and delicious. Just like an avocado is a classic fruit. Mm, Indeed. (laughs) Black tea, harmoniously infused with sweet vanilla notes, produces a medium-bodied, scrumptious brew. I would say it's scrumptious. Um, Enjoy with, and this is perfect on its own, or with a dash of milk. Now... As fans of this podcast may know, Emily always puts milk and sugar in her tea. Always. I almost never do, but I am putting milk in this tea. I think it's a good tea for milk. Um, I'm more, I mean, I am more prone to it in like black tea than I am green or herbal. Yes, I would agree with that. Um, I actually really, this this is like close to an ideal tea for me. This is like... This is on, on, on the nose for my preferences of teas. That's interesting. Why? Um, well, I do like black teas. Me as well. Um, I do. I think I like, I do prefer maybe a tea that I can put milk in. Like, I think I like it in there, but I just don't find that it goes with a lot of like green teas or something. I mean, maybe I should try that more. I mean, isn't that what matcha is basically? Is like a green tea with milk. I think so. <laughs> um, we, we as you can tell not a couple of matcha fans necessarily. yeah i don't know if i've ever actually had it uh i've made it but i've never had it i've had it but i i don't know we're not connoisseurs we're just like tea um uh, i also like the vanilla in it i like that as a flavor uh vanilla anything is good to me when uh, i bake i always add more vanilla than the recipe calls for like there, double there you go double yeah pretty much uh well i like that Mm -hmm. um i like vanilla ice cream uh i like vanilla frosting uh i like vanilla i like a milkshake which is also which is made with vanilla ice cream uh what else is vanilla i don't even know um Uh, but i think it's to me it's like the right kind of it's like is kind of sweet right would you say yeah, this it's is kind of sweet, yeah. And I have no sugar in mine. I have sugar in mine. And um, organic sugar. It's true, Trader Joe's. Um. Oh yeah, we didn't talk. We have a big table now, so we can put all kinds of ingredients on it. Isn't this nice, <laughs> guys? You guys can't see the table, but know that it is very nice. Maybe if we get a picture of it, we can uh, put it online. <laughs> picture of us and the uh, and the uh, table with it. Um, <laughs> that was a fun moment. Um, um so yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I, this is like, this is what I like. It's also, it's also kind of, it's almost basic. Like it's not too much. So like I could really just sip on this all the time and not yeah. like get tired of it really. Yeah. It's not like overpowering, but it has a nice flavor. I would say it is very good. Um, this came in my trio of teas I got from T2 all at the same time. <laughs> So I think uh, another episode we had my rose green mm-hmm. 
and now we have this. And the third one I just finished yesterday. Uh, we never had on the podcast, but there wasn't, didn't have enough for two people. Yeah. Um, uh, and also I wanted to use the last of, I was like, I want my, I have a little tea, I have little tea containers and I wanted it back. <laughs> I get that. Put different tea in. I, I regularly try to finish one tea at a time just so I can get that container back. I have, so I have the three containers uh i got three teas in three containers and then i put one tea in each container but i have more teas beyond that including the other teas i've bought for this podcast <laughs> my legend of zelda yes. tea and um maybe that's it <laughs> i have not bought any teas yet for this podcast but i have too many teas um i only bought the legend of zelda but it came with two other teas as like oh, bonus, yes. mm-hmm. one of them, one of them I'm saving for when it's more timely, and the other one I just didn't make today. <laughs> um, I know we're not on your topic yet, but can I tell you what topic? If I had this tea and I needed a topic to go with it, what I would have been? Absolutely, lemurs. Because <laughs> of the movie Madagascar. No, because in college I studied primates. Basically, I was anthropology, mm. physical anthropology. And I was really into lemurs, which only live in Madagascar. Didn't we talk about going to a zoo and seeing monkeys or something? Yes. The Prospect Park Zoo, yes. possibly. Um, I think I forgot where Madagascar was until you just mentioned it. But it's an island. It's off the east coast of Africa. Yes. Um, were you trying to think east and west for a second? Yes, there? I was. <laughs> uh, I had to, too. But yeah. Um I think I thought it was in the Mediterranean. I think because Mediterranean and Madagascar are both mm. long M words. Sound hard. No. I know that's, I worked out in my head, but I still wanted to say it on the pod cast. I don't want to say pod anymore. <laughs> I'm going to keep saying pod. So it's, that's fine. I don't mind that other people say it. I mind when I say it. When we make shirts, can we have a shirt that says keep saying pod? Um, I think our first shirt is definitely, that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, and it's going to be the word podcast, not pod. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. <laughs> well, we can move to my topic. Wait, well, oh, what do you want? Last week, we described the tea, like what it looked like. Do we want to do that? Oh, the uh, the actual tea. Um, well, I didn't I didn't bring it over here with me. But okay, I can, then we don't have to I can that. say what it looks like. Okay. It's very, it's, it's very black. Um, and it looks uh it's not it doesn't it doesn't really have anything in it it's just a bunch of itself it's just uh <laughs> these tiny little black leaves they look like kind of um let's see how to describe this if you took rice and you cooked it and then you squished the <laughs> rice with your thumb and then you dyed that rice black that's what it looks like um <laughs> is that a good description <laughs> Okay, listeners, this is what I need you to do. I need you to go home. I need you to cook some rice. I need you to burn that rice and then smash it and then dye it black. Yeah, it looks like that. Um, It's just like little black wisp things. I don't know. Uh, I think, like, it doesn't have anything, it doesn't have anything noteworthy in it. There's no, like, little fruits or little, like, flowers or anything. It's all just a bunch of that, which is actually why I think I have so much of it left, because it, like, when you put it in a spoon um you aren't trying to grab like i feel like when you have a bunch of flowers and 
whatnots in it, you like try to get like one of each into the that's little true. steeper. Where this, it's like I just take a spoonful and that's like enough. And mm-hmm. I still have, I actually still have a lot of this tea, probably more of this tea than any other tea I own. Uh, so who knows? Maybe in like six episodes, we'll drink this again. <laughs> are we allowed to repeat teas? Um, are, I don't know. What are we allowed to do? <laughs> I feel like we shouldn't repeat teas. All right. Then I won't. I mean, live your best life. Do whatever you need to do. Uh, I'll take, I take it back then. We won't have this. I still have, what teas? I have three, four, five. I have at least five teas that we've not drank on this podcast. And that's presuming I get no more tea between uh, now and when. So I can do five more without, without repeating, but I can always go out and buy new tea. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I have, I think because of this podcast, I've been drinking more of my own tea and trying to hammer some of it out like (laughs) get rid of some of that tea um maybe i'm just like trying to continually make room for more more topics more tea yeah what if we uh i've actually never personally done this um but what if we took multiple teas and blended them um so then we go this is the this is this tea and this tea combined i know we've had them separately on the podcast but i have had like a black tea combined with a herbal tea i mean there are places that do this yeah tea shops that will purposely blend stuff i've just never done it by hand so i guess i have um i've probably i mean i'm sure i've had it going to like some random tea place and they're like i mean that's what i think that's probably what a lot of really weird teas are just to (laughs) combine ones probably this is why you and I have not just opened a tea store because <laughs> we don't actually. <laughs> oh, that Alice's tea cup place. Yeah, they do stuff like they that. They blend. They blend stuff like that. I've had. I've had it there. Yeah. Uh, upper East Side. And one on West Upper side. West. West. Oh, I've been to the one on the Upper West Side. I confused my East and West now. I've been to both. Uh, I've only been to the one, and I went on my way to the Strawberry Fields. Mm, yes, I, that makes sense. Yeah. Strawberry Fields forever. <laughs> anyways um if we ever want to have a episode where someone specializes in the beatles um i'll sit there not knowing very much i don't know much about the beatles it's like a weird thing about me um i mean i know their songs i want to bring it as a topic do we have friends who like the beatles no we have no friends who like the beatles i don't know anyone who likes the beatles (laughs) uh i'm this is an open casting call for anyone who likes the beatles absolutely anyone just raise your hand and we will um <laughs> get you on here uh that see that would be fun because i don't really know much and you know some of their songs and i know some of their songs but um i think considering how much people like the beatles uh i don't like them that much not that i hate them but yesterday <laughs> no i'm actually worried about copyright infringement so i'm gonna stop singing that song right there although i think it's like 30 seconds um there's actually a weird thing with podcasts i don't know the the total rules but like because it's like the radio there's something about being able to play music like some companies that host podcasts are against it i think like soundcloud is one of them uh who doesn't host us so i can talk as much as i want about soundcloud 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 (laughs) um but some of them have like anti-copyright stuff on them but i think the actual law says you can play music i think there's there's probably some like nuanced thing but like if you like on our if we wanted to like we could have separate segments by like a song and i think that's fine because it basically falls under the rules of like radio Mm -hmm. uh and radio can play you know songs um 
there are some legal things about it. Like, I think you can't, you couldn't just like put out a podcast that was like somebody's album. <laughs> like that would be messed up. Um, um, okay. I have a big question. Okay. You brought to me this Madagascar, Madagascan. Uh, yes. Madagascan, Madagascan vanilla. Vanilla. I would love to know why. Um, so I was thinking about this. So, uh, here's my topic, you guys. <laughs> that was another transition. And for some reason, when I was thinking about this is, I mean, this is a bit of an admission and, but I, I think I have a save here. Uh, uh, originally I thought this was called Madagascan black. Uh, and I was like, which it's black tea and, you know, honest mistake, <laughs> but like any tea can have the name, could have the name in black in it. But I connected this to my topic still, which let me, let me ramp up into my topic slightly. <laughs> I was thinking about all the topics we had so far and I was thinking I want to go, I want to make it sure, sure we have like sort of a variety. I almost went television. I almost went movies. I almost went a few, few ways. All my television shows, I'm worried about spoiling people, so, specifically you. Um, yes. Well, you know, you know for sure that I'm listening. <laughs> uh, I would have only, I would talk, I can, I would talk like high level. Even if it was about movies, I wouldn't spoil necessarily. Well, if it was a specific, I, maybe one day we'll talk about a specific movie. That is my favorite movie of all time. Uh, but that won't be right now. <laughs> um, you can spoil Harry Potter probably for me if that's what you're worried about. Oh, I was about. mostly thinking about The Good Place. Oh, yes, yes. Um, I, well, yeah, maybe I'll watch like one episode and I'll tell you if I mind if I get spoiled or not. Sometimes I like have a very, there's like certain kinds of things I get more irritated about being spoiled than others. Does that make sense? Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, I was trying to think of something that was, you know, like we've done video games, we've done television, um we've done uh a, a few other topics have been more abstract uh but i was trying to think of like a cultural thing that maybe we haven't quite gone into yet uh to differentiate some of our episodes so there, it's, this isn't just like you and i talking about tv or whatever <laughs> um or video games i could definitely talk about video games like every single week <laughs> but i thought that would be boring so today i brought an idea um that is uh, emo music from the 2000s. Very specific time period. I wanted. To, I thought about being it being a band, and then I was like, that might be too specific. Uh, and then I thought about it being music or emo or whatever. No, I'm going with my wheelhouse. <laughs> 2000s emo music, and okay. the black ties in with tie uh, dyed black hair <laughs> and emo boys. <laughs> Um, um, I can participate in this conversation a little bit. Good. That's good. That's, I'm, I mean, it did come up a little on the OC stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, bands. I'm thinking specifically, it's like some of the bands I have on my wall up here, which listeners can't see, but Emily can look right at. Uh, um, Thursday, Modest yep. Mouse, brand new, Piebald, brand new again. Yep. Piebald again. Yep. <laughs> uh, thir- Thursday, Thursday again. again. Yeah, it's true. And uh, then uh, 2004 World Champs. Uh, Rise Against is also, so that Thursday, it's Thursday and Rise Against, uh, the top right one. Ah. Uh, and then, uh, 
Yeah, I used to have more posts. I, there's more variety up there, and then the <laughs> I had to move my posters around. Anyways, um, uh, some of them aren't hung up anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, Thursday, one of my favorite all time of this era, has a song called Jet Black New Year, hence Black Tea. <laughs> Uh, that's uh, a fantastic song. Um, I would go see, I've seen that. I've seen the band Thursday maybe 10 or 15 times. <laughs> uh, this is like a time period where I would go see bands like once a year or once or like sometimes like twice a year, I'd see like the same band. <laughs> uh, and a band like Thursday used to tour all the time. They don't tour quite as much, but they would be sort of your screaming emo, <laughs> kind of band um which is still something i like screaming emo yeah um oh they sorry that was some logistical tea i was pointing at a spoon (laughs) (laughs) um they i have like a couple posters that's how many times i've seen them is enough times to have like salvaged post bringing posters home from a concert which is uh not easy if you go to concerts and you are in the moshing area. I would imagine. A thing I used to do. You, your, your poster gets squished. <laughs> Posters, I don't... Uh, yeah, they're like a... I think they're a hard thing if you're going to be in the sort of mosh pit area. Or even like in the sort of standing area at all. Like even if there isn't going to be a mosh pit, like you still have people like bumping around. And yeah. Squishing your poster. <laughs> and you don't want that. Uh, it's your poster. I, I mean, it's... Uh, uh, it's a lyric from um, this is not emo, but uh, from a Lincoln Park song. It's like once you crumple a piece of paper, it'll never be perfect again. Um, <laughs> There's a Taylor Swift song that has uh, crumpled up paper as a, a very important piece of imagery. Is that a is that a metaphor or an idiom that like is more popular than I'm aware of it, or is it I mean, just it, these two separate singers came up at the same time? Uh. Honestly, I don't know. I don't, I've never heard it. I mean, uh, I mean, it makes sense when you say it, but I don't know if it's like a widely known. I I I feel like I heard it on this Linkin Park song, and I was like, "That's pretty clever." <laughs> uh, if you know it from another song, email us at tbdpodcast at gmail dot com, or tweet at us at tbd tbd podcast tbd podcast. You got to put that. <laughs> you got to say. You have to do the cist, or it's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> Uh, TBD, I think is already someone else's, it's either already a Twitter or I like typed it in and said I couldn't use it or something like that. Mm. It's the, it's a short enough name where I feel like people have like accidentally used it before. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I can't get like tbd.com and there, but there is no website there. It just goes to nowhere. Mm. I looked and it's just somebody who like bought it and didn't do anything with it. We could buy tbdpodcast.com. I should maybe do it before this episode goes out. (laughs) domain costs like 15 bucks a year that's not that much no i just bought my i have i own uh i own three domains myself already separately mattarmando.com one of them i don't know i don't own any um i'm i mean i'm a web developer so that's true (laughs) this is like not that i have to buy my own domains for my job but it is it's part of my deal (laughs) my overall deal (laughs) Okay, um, bands. Bands. All right. Um, Taking Back Sunday, another great one. I know them. Uh, Code in Cambria, 
Don't know that They're one. They're great. Uh, uh, the early November. No. I'm gonna. I'm getting like more obscure with my references now. Um, say anything. I've heard that name, but I don't know if I know any of their songs. It's named. Also, also I might know it because I'm your friend. There's also a movie called Say Anything. <laughs> well, I think. I remember. I have not seen that movie, but I do know it's a movie. Uh, John Cusack holds up the radio. Yes. So I don't know if that I've ever seen it either, but that's like one of the more iconic movie things of all time. Uh, I don't. Oh, okay. It's a good question whether I've seen that movie or not. <laughs> uh, did you have a question? I was going to name some bands that I think of as emo, but I don't know if they're technically. Oh, emo. yeah. Let's do. This is good. I like this because uh, I don't know that I have. I don't know what. I just have this topic. <laughs> some 41. Um, oh, well, so I do not consider them emo. And but I will say what um, I'll give you a little history at least as far as I, I know it, like someone else might have a different opinion about like the history of this. But so for me, when I, when I was in high school, I used to listen to a lot of like new metal music when that was cool. So like corn and system of a down and slipknot and all that stuff. Um, Power man, 5,000 Lincoln park. <laughs> uh, a lot of this stuff was what I would listen to. Um, and then towards the end of high school, for me is 2002 or three uh i just had some friends i have one specific friend i'll give a little shout out to my friend kevin if he's listening to this what podcast, up kevin who used to wear a lot of these t-shirts of these bands to our english class <laughs> uh and he, he and i we used to go to shows a lot together we called ourselves um oh, no. me and me me and two friends we called ourselves the, the three show me goes <laughs> And we were three friends who went to emo shows together. Um, so about this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Is it over? <laughs> it might be over. Um, and uh, oh, but so like, I feel like sort of part of my transition from new metal to this kind of music was like getting into bands like Blink-182 and I guess I'm 41, which I think like uh, Blink-182 sort of like now blends with emo and they like did like a couple of their albums ha- have been sort of emo, but I got into them when like um, Enema of the State came out, which is 1999, I guess. Um, that's with like, what's my age again? And what's those, my age again? Yeah. What's my age again? <laughs> that's how it goes. <laughs> uh, and so I think a lot of that music fed into emo being a thing. I think a lot of that like pop punk, like even like Alien Ant Farm, uh, forgetting other bands from that time period but all that kind of stuff i think segued people from like new metal stuff towards emo and like these emo bands were like people who came after sort of some 41 and blink 182 were popular um that's when like this other stuff became popular in like 2000 2001 through 2004 i feel like it's when emo really hit the ground running uh, I mean, for me, some of my earliest albums is like uh, Your Favorite Weapon by Brand New, which is 2001 that came out. Um, me personally, like 2002 to three was really when I got into it. 2003 is when like my favorite emo album ever called Deja on Tandu uh, by Brand New came out. And that was like uh, mind blowing to me when I when it came out. I was like, oh, my God, I love this. <laughs> and it came out, I think, June of that year. 
and I saw them like r- like right before it came out. I saw them in concert for the first time. Okay, I have so many. I want to keep going through my list of bands that might be emo, but I also want to ask you a question. So I'm trying to decide which one I think is more important. Okay, um, we can always go back to the the bands. Yes. Um, okay, as a person who is vaguely aware of emo, but not like too aware, what makes emo music emo? Um, good question. Uh, emo for emotional. Well, I knew that. Uh, I think. I mean, to me. Um, I mean, some people might call it like whiny, (laughs) um, but I would call it, I tend to think of it, I tend to think of the singers as like insanely passionate. And that's not to say that other singers are not passionate. I'm not saying that, but I feel like they, like when I would go see them live, like that's like why some of it, some of it, like, even if it's not screen, if it's, even if it is not itself screamo, there still can be a lot of like, like yelling and things. And I think of it not out of like rage, but out of passion. Um, like I remember going to see so Thursday one time. Um, I don't remember if this was like, or not that I don't remember. I don't know if this is intentional or not, but he was singing one of his songs. They had this whole album that was like anti-war and uh, one of my favorite emo, another one of my favorite emo albums, uh, Thursday's war all the time. That's what it's called. And, uh, he the singer was singing a song and the power my my memory of this is that the power cut out at this venue Hmm. and he just like yelled the rest of his song like at the top of his lungs like to the crowd and it was like so cool to me that he like like didn't get like i feel like almost every other singer ever would just be like oh the the sound cut out i quit or whatever like or we're gonna stop the song and he just like felt strongly enough to like finish the song just like belting it out and it might be that they intentionally did this (laughs) uh but it honestly doesn't matter to me like and he did it to like a whole like you know five eight hundred person theater you know this wasn't just some basement show (laughs) um and so to me i think of the passion and like a lot of times like watching the singers like they're like losing their minds on stage uh like doing all kinds of crazy jumping around and swinging the microphone and uh, yeah so I just like to me I can feel the passion in it all okay um, more than like I think maybe when I was in a new metal I thought the passion was the rage or whatever like I was like oh I like the rage here but like maybe more than the rage actually I like passion <laughs> so then when I found like what I thought what I deemed more passionate better music I find that better okay I mean like a lot of that new metal stuff was like a lot of like like there'd be like you know they'd be swearing or saying obscene things or whatever like for almost shock value and this other music was like an emo to me was like oh it's like the lyrics are almost like just like pg lyrics but like the way they're emoting in it uh makes me care about it more mm-hmm. uh and the feelings they make you feel more than like just a song about i don't know whatever all those other new metal songs are about i don't want to throw too much shade at them <laughs> i still like some of those bands but uh let's just say corn doesn't re- uh resonate with me as like a uh <laughs> super passionate band anymore <laughs> um uh a dream of mine would actually i i've said this before if i had the talent i would love to be in a metallica cover band i think that would be so fun because it would like i wouldn't care about it necessarily but i think you'd have so much fun like pretending that you were in metallica 
I hope that comes true for you one day. I mean, I'd have to, I'd have to practice guitar more. <laughs> um, they're not emo either, but <laughs> I didn't think they were. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. Um. So that's yeah. I don't know. That might be a weird definition of what emo is, but uh, yeah, passionate music. Passionate emotional music. And I also think of from a time period. Like I, I guess there are still bands making emo music. But like most of the bands that I liked from that time period, I don't really consider what they're making anymore to be emo. Like Fall Out Boy is a good example. Like I don't know what they make anymore, but they make like pop music now. Whereas like when they started, they were more emo. I was gonna that was gonna be on my list of bands I asked you about. I I completely had forgotten until I was sort of t- doing this description about emo that I was like, oh yeah, I I used I've I've been a fan of Fall Out Boy since uh, before they were famous. Did you have a MySpace to listen to all these bands? I did have a MySpace, yeah. Might still be out there somewhere. <laughs> I just know that, didn't they get big through MySpace? Like, Fall Out Boy? Yeah. Uh, I feel like I vaguely remember seeing an MTV story about... That might be true. I actually... So, they're named after The Simpsons. So, the Fall Out Boy is a character on The Simpsons. Uh, and as the story goes, they did not know that. A fan suggested they be called that, and they liked it, and they so they called themselves that. But from what I understand, they regret naming themselves Fall Out Boy. Um, but I knew what Fall Out Boy was because I loved The Simpsons. And the story about how I bought their first CD, <laughs> uh, which was 2002, I want to say, uh, I went to another band I like, which is, this is one of the founding emo bands in my book. Uh, it's a band called The Get Up Kids, uh, which is a band that, I do really, I really love the Get Up Kids. They're sort of not really a band anymore. Uh, they occasionally tour but, uh, and put out albums. But um, they were having a new album come out in like, I guess it was 2002 or something. An album called Guilt Trip or Guilt, uh, Guilt Show. That's fair. It sounds very emotional. Guilt Show. Uh, not typically one considered one of their classic albums, but uh, uh back then and i only say that because i know this isn't true anymore um cds came out on tuesdays albums come out on fridays now i don't know if you knew that i didn't know that uh it's i don't know when it switched over but it is relatively new but albums now come out on fridays and uh i don't know why that is true maybe it's because it's all digital so they don't have to like make sure they have stock whatever um but uh i had read the best buy ad that week my local best buy <laughs> and i was like oh the new get up kids album is coming out this week and i went to the mall at on um on monday forgetting that albums come out on tuesday so i was there and i was i was like oh damn it <laughs> i'm here a day early and then i was like i guess i didn't want to go home empty-handed so i bought Fall Out boys album <laughs> like like had never heard them but i knew uh because i would like follow the concert listings a lot like i knew they would tour with bands i liked so i was like oh maybe i'll like them and so i bought their album on a whim which album was it uh take this to your grave is that the one it's their first album it does it does not have sugar okay that's what i was gonna ask that's their second album that's when i knew about them uh sugar work going down swing yes <laughs> this is just a podcast singing singing so singing many. <laughs> the one line of each song that i know um yeah, that was their second album. Take This to Your Grave had... I can't remember the single on it. Um, 
I don't think I would. He had know a song it. called Grand Theft Autumn, but I don't think that was the single. That's a good name. Uh, sh- there's a song with Chicago something something. <laughs> uh, I think that might have been the single. Um, I forgot they were from Chicago. Yeah, I used to have a shirt. I used to have a Fall Out Boy shirt that said Illinois is for lovers. Uh, and it said Fallout Boy on it. I don't know what happened to that shirt. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, sometimes I think about shirts I used to have in the night. I don't know where they went. <laughs> I don't like, I know I don't have it anymore. Um, okay, My Chemical Romance. Yes, emo. Later emo, though. That like, well, I don't know when their first album technically came out, but I feel like they are on the, the later swing of the 2000 stuff. Hawthorne Heights. Yes. Ohio is for lovers. I know. And that's, that's why I know that song. Ohio. I had that album. Uh, Cut my wrist and black my eyes. Yes. Because my heart is in Ohio. Uh, I'm so sorry for whoever who's listening to this. I cannot this, sing. This is great. Um, I've seen every band we've mentioned I've seen live, including Corn and System of Down. <laughs> um uh, is there any? I'm trying to think of any of these we mentioned I haven't seen. No, I think I've seen them all. Oh, some 41. Have I seen them? Mm, maybe. <laughs> I used to go to Warp Tour all the time, which mm-hmm. that's like, I think this is the last year. Or last year was the last year, and Warp Tour is ending. But that was like, I mean, that started off as like punk, a lot of punk stuff, like Rancid and uh, Joan Jet and things like that, and then it turned into emo stuff. And I went in like 2004, 2005. So I was like right in the heart of emo stuff. Oh, that's like, that's my follow boy anecdote is I saw them when they were, so like Warp Tour goes all day. So it's like 11 a.m. or 10 a.m. or something until eight o'clock at night or nine o'clock or something. And uh, there's also like typically like five, like five stages. So you can like, there's like the two main stages and then there's the smaller stages and I saw Fall Out Boy at 11 o'clock in the morning on just one of the random stages. Like, so they were just like, people were still parking to go and Fall Out Boy was playing because no one cared, but I knew them. <laughs> um, this is good. I like this. You mentioning bands and then it sets me off to talk about stuff. I, I've been thinking of other bands, but then they keep slipping my brain because I'm trying to think of the albums they own around this time period. Uh, did you have My Chemical Romance? Did you I own did. that? Yeah. I really liked Black Parade. You own Black Parade, which is their second album, right? Yeah. They had one. I know they had at least one before that. I don't know if I own that one, but I definitely own Black Parade. I also own Sum 41. Uh, All Killer, some... No Filler, or the one after that? I, I can't be expected to know the names of these albums. Uh, I'm surprised I know the names of so many of them. Uh, All Killer, No Filler is, that was like their most popular one with... Uh... But I'm going to be honest, that's probably the one I had. Um... I can't. Why can't I remember the names of the songs? I'm the, uh, a thing about me is I'm not good with names of songs. Did I? Maybe I talked about that in the OC episode, but I don't know. That's surprising because. Well, here's a little fact about how I listen to music: is I almost always listen to albums in their entirety. So I'll throw on such and such album, so I'll know the album, but because I'm not like putting on specific tracks, um, and I don't listen to the radio and things like that, that. I don't get to know the individual songs as well. I know them. I know it as sort of like an album. Uh, so then I'm really bad at knowing that stuff. But much better with knowing an album. Okay. Fall Out Boy, some 41. All American Rejects. Ooh, they're a good... Uh, that's a good middle in between like pop punk and emo. I'd still say pop punk. Okay. Also, um, so they do Dirty Little Secret, right? Yeah. 
So I'll keep you my dirty little secret. I used to, I used to, I used to have a joke with friends. We'd call it, we'd call that song "Dirty Ryan Seacrest." <laughs> <laughs> it's oddly timely now, but uh, we said that back then. He's not a good guy. Uh, no, we didn't. I didn't know. He's problematic now. He was less problematic then. It was just more fun to make fun of him. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, is that, yeah, because then you'd say, I'll keep you my dirty Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> it's very silly. I had weird friends. I have weird friends. These are still all my friends. <laughs> um, I'm going to see a bunch of them in May. We're all going to go, or June. It's the first week of June. Uh, and we're probably going to make a bunch of these silly jokes. I went to a show with one of my show amigos in uh, December. <laughs> we used to go, we would travel around and see bands. Like we'd see, we'd see Taking Back Sunday like three times in one summer. Cause they'd play in like Connecticut and then they'd play in like Boston and then they'd play in like Maine and we'd just go to each of them. <laughs> or I, one of the many times I drove, I went to New York before I lived here. I went to go see Code and Cambria play for free in Central Park. Uh, I saw Ingrid Michaelson for free once. Ingrid Michaelson? I don't know. Really? I don't think so. Do I? Sing me a song. <laughs> uh, no. I know I, I know her songs, but I just can't think of... Uh, it's something a, about a sweater. I don't know. That's a good, that's good enough. Um, okay. Let me keep going on this. I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, because I think this is later than your time period. But for some reason, I kind of relate it to bands like All American Rejects. Dashboard Confessional. Oh, I, uh, yeah, I, I, they are older than I think you think they are. Oh. They've been around a long time. Well, they, one of their biggest songs was on the Spider-Man soundtrack and that would have been like 2001, 2002. Spider-Man, what's this? Well, either Spider-Man one or two. I don't remember which one they're on, but, uh, there's one that's like a bunch of emo songs no. and they're on it. Was uh, this the Spider-Man who suit turned black cause he was. No, that's the third one. No. This is a, so Spider-Man 1 came out in 2002. So I think it was like 2002, then 2004, then 2006 or something like that. Uh, I think the second one is the emo one. Uh, Yes. So Spider-Man is considered emo in the third one, but I think the soundtrack was like sort of uh, trying to tap into the popularity of it all. But uh, Dashboard has been around. I feel... They've been around a long time. I was never, I've seen them live twice, <laughs> but I was never like super into them. But I feel like they are a band that I think a lot of people would consider one of the earliest emo bands. Um, well, there you go. I'm learning learning new things. Yeah. They definitely had stuff in like the early 2000s, maybe even, as, maybe even the late 90s. They have the stole, you have stolen my heart. That song? That's them, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know enough to say yes or no. <laughs> um, they, for some reason, I like them just fine, but they were just never a band that I got too obsessed with. Um, there's a few, there's a few like emo bands that I just like never quite got into. Is Death Cab con- considered emo? I used to think so. Um, maybe they're like a band that like grew out of it. Okay. Like, I think Brand New is another... Like, I don't think they're emo anymore. I think they used to be um, in Fall Out Boy. Like, I think they're straight up pop now. <laughs> I don't yeah. think of them as emo anymore. But, like, their first album, even more so than, like, Sugar Were Going Down, like, that was, like, super emo music. Screaming and whatnot. And 
Oh, they still scream on their albums. <laughs> Sugar, we're going down swinging. Um, I know I already sang that line, but. Yeah, it's fine. It's the only line you know. <laughs> no, I'll, number one with a bullet, loaded gun. I don't know. Cock it and pull it. Cock it and pull it. Um, uh, what did you said? What was the last one? You just, death Cab. Oh, Death Cab. Yeah, I think I used to think so, but I don't think so anymore. But even like looking back on their albums, I don't know which ones I would consider emo. I don't think really they are. I love them. I, I We have discussed this. I've seen them live twice as well. And I have not. Any Most bands in this area I've seen like a couple of times, even if I've like, don't even like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't, I'm not going to list the bands I don't like from this time period, but there are some that I saw multiple times and did not like. Oh, I'll tell you a funny anecdote. I saw, um, so Coding Cambria, who I'm sorry, you've never heard of, but they ended up being, they're a pretty popular band. Like they do fairly well for themselves. And they, I saw them when they were still an opening band and they were opening for uh, this band Thursday and another band called Thrice who were co-headlining at the time. This would be 2003. And um, I went, I was going to see Thursday, who I mostly liked. And I knew who Coding Cambry was and I had heard their album, but I they were still just such like a, um, an, they were still an opening act or whatever. So like I wasn't that obsessed with them, but I knew their album. And uh, Thrice was also there and I wasn't really into seeing them. Thrice and Thursday have a similar sound, but not the same. <laughs> and... Uh, they There's, also start with the same um, diagraph consonant blend. Yeah. Yes. Thry. Thur, thry. Well, I guess just diagraph. Uh, but they, uh, oh, so like Coding Camry was playing and then there was a girl in like the mosh pit and then uh, Coding Camry ended and then she walked out of the mosh pit and she, she turned to not anyone in particular, but this was right in front of me. And she goes, enjoy your shitty fucking bands. <laughs> walks away and i was like that's pretty cool that that you you bought tickets just to see this opening act and that you would say something to them that you found it necessary to say to everyone enjoy your shitty fucking pants um it's a good time to be alive (laughs) um did you have any more bands and or questions i do but i i feel like i've asked about the main bands that i consider emo or at least associate with emo um okay one last question and this is like really just a meat question and maybe my brother might be interested in this question so one of my favorite tv critics is andy greenwald although he does not do tv criticism anymore but he at one point wrote a book about emo music have you read that book i have not darn it i have also not um it's a book why would i have read it (laughs) i don't read books i only read listicles Um, if I can't refresh Deadspin a hundred times in a day and find this book, I wouldn't know, read it. <laughs> he wrote for Spin Magazine before he became a TV critic. Did he write for, no, I'm even thinking of someone else. Did he write for AV Club though? He wrote for Grantland. Grantland. No, I, w- I didn't really read Grantland. Oh, I loved Grantland. Rest in peace. Do you read The Ringer? I do. It's the same thing, just not as many people go to it. Yeah. It's uh, Bill Simmons. Yeah. Bill Simmons. Yeah. It's most of the same people too. Um, and the, um, Pod Save America used to be on that. Right? Yes. They're not anymore. Yeah. When they were called that other thing. Keeping it at 1600. Mm-hmm. I never, I never listened to it when it was that, but I was aware of it. I find the ringer semi fascinating. I never think to like read it. I think the articles are too long for me. <laughs> 
told you it's, it's not a listicle. Why am I reading it? I read Deadspin and I read Gizmodo. And I, read... I feel like with The Ringer, you have to be into the personalities. Uh, I'll read. So that's why I read AV Club for like reviews of stuff. And then I get into like, like I'll read the Gotham review. Oh, they don't really review Gotham anymore, but uh, they stopped when the show went off the rails. Um, but I'll read like uh, the Punisher reviews on there or Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Ooh, that's one day we can talk about agents of shield one day no no <laughs> oh um, i'm like i that's a that's oh yeah <laughs> okay do i have anything else to ask you i don't think so um maybe one day we'll do like a show that's just like all the questions we forgot to ask about yeah. a topic and it's just like rapid fire i know as soon as we stop recording i'm gonna definitely think of five bands you should just like i, I think this is a good idea for a future episode like mm-hmm. really it's like uh maybe like once a year or something we go like here are the things we never like got answers about (laughs) yeah um i think that's a good idea is rudy emo uh rooney um i don't really know enough about them i think they sort of fall into like the beginning of like the indie music phase okay so like i don't consider modest mouse emo that's like that like a band like so there's like modest mouse or like franz ferdinand or interpol these are all bands from a similar time period but they all fit into the indie rock group and okay. I think rooney is that okay that's fair. and that's what i guess i'd say death cab is more in that vein. see that's where i would associate them but then yeah i definitely divide i think be- well so like around the- i got into both brand new and modest mouse at like the same time and i definitely knew they were not the same music <laughs> okay that's fair um so that's like I would describe that those are like two things that I separately that I really liked, um, or I like the band Minus the Bear. They're like in and they're indie rock band. This could be a whole other episode. Is the indie that's rock? So sad I'm that into. they're taking away the bear. I think it's its name. His name is Minus. Oh, <laughs> that's at least how I choose to think about it. There's because there uh, maybe because there was another indie band around the same time called Pedro the Lion. And so I always thought of them. They're I, I as far as I know, they are completely unrelated bands, but it's the sort of name and then the and then an animal. <laughs> um Yeah. All right. Well save your questions and oh, yeah, because I don't have any more questions. And feel free to email your questions to oh, yes. TBDpodcast at gmail.com. I in the middle of this conversation I was like, we should get an Instagram. I can do that. Yeah. You can be in charge of both Instagram and Twitter. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. but i do need that password uh, yeah i'll give it to you i'll okay. give you i'll give you the email one too uh corrections uh yep correction correction time um so i had a realization uh regarding uh my topic last week about subscription boxes and my tea choice i never actually said why i chose that tea and it bothered me so last week i brought key lime pie green tea and I discussed subscription boxes. And even though I did not say it, it fit perfectly because the first subscription box I ever got was the dessert box. There we and go. And key lime pie is a type of dessert. I certify you corrected. Thank God. <laughs> oh, I had a, I had a minor correction. Uh, or not, it's not a correction. It's a clarification. So I, we called it Carly's Corner last week. Mm-hmm. And then I was telling somebody about this. And they let me know that that's also a My Favorite Murder thing is like Corrections Corner or something. Oh, yes, it is. And it's also on the podcast, How Did This Get Made? 
or it's like not called Corrections Corner, but it's called something else. Mm-hmm. And I believe I was the one who called it Carly's Corner or something like mm-hmm. that. I think so. And I don't really listen to either of those other podcasts, so I did not steal their idea. <laughs> I will say I do listen to My Favorite Murder, and I do know that they call it Corrections Corner. I don't think they deserve like the monopoly on it but i just want to clarify that i'm not purposely stealing from anyone (laughs) and that i just said that sort of on my own uh i'm sure both these podcasts are great but i don't listen to them (laughs) emily listens to one i do listen to one and i uh i know people who listen to how this gets made it's a good one um all right are we good to uh are we good to wrap up um i feel good about this up I, I do too. It ran a little longer than uh, we had planned, but not by much. Look at us go. 105 right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, please subscribe. Right, right. Subscribe review. And uh, follow us on everything that we plugged all, all podcast long. Um, you know what? We love you all. All right. This has been TBD. With Matt and Emily. Bye. Bye.